Hey guys, welcome to the Good Guys Filmcast podcast. Which tonight it's the Good Girls, yeah. because there are girls on the Good Guys podcast, so it's a little awkward. It's a two to one ratio right now of girls to guy. So it's a Good Show Girls it. tonight. <sighs> Sorry, Good, good Girl. Welcome to the Good Girls podcast. <laughs> uh, girl a podcast power. all about movies, and tonight we are going to talk about. What movie? Paper Towns. Paper Towns. By John Green. I'm sitting here. I'm Houston Bass, and you guys should know me by now if you, if you listen at all to our podcast. Uh, and I'm sitting here with Aaron Ward. Hi. And Amber Madison. What up, people? And... He said, labeled me number two. And yeah, you're Mike I, number two. And I don't know how I feel about this. Should, you, should we fight okay. over who gets number two? It's, it's not. It's not that she has the beautiful Beat headphones. What I'm never three. I'm have last. Apple iPhone. Like my earphones don't even matter. Is what I feel like. It's just you know what you associate number two with. I just, I just don't know how I feel about it. I don't know well, how I feel about him being number one. But anyways, that's beside the point, right? That's the real thing. I don't think I should be number one. But okay. So tonight we're going to break down the movie Paper Towns, and I've got these uh, two wonderful ladies here because. As a man, I don't necessarily feel qualified to just talk about a romance movie like this. Like, a, a, that's based halfway off a novel. Qualified, halfway. Oh. You know, there's a girl and a guy. Well, in there's the a show, strong so. romance that's true. in this that's, movie, too. Yeah, so. there's, yeah, the bromance is awesome. Yeah. So, we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about um, all kinds of different aspects about this movie because it's it was, I thought it was a rom com going into it, and it's apparently not a rom com. I mean, I thought it was. I, you thought it was a rom com yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. When it made me laugh, I realized. I, oh, it's I wouldn't. A I, I wouldn't label it as a rom com. There was a few, you know, moments that made you giggle, but ultimately, I don't think it was a comedy. Mm-mm. No, I, yeah, I guess there's the too whole. much depth to it. Yeah. So, okay. Before we get into that, Aaron, tell the world, our 42 consistent listeners, <laughs> who it's you be are. Forty three tonight. Okay. Forty four with me too. Um, tell what. Uh, okay. Where do you go to school? I go to the University of Louisiana at Monroe. Okay. <laughs> and um, are you a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior? I'm going into my junior year as a Spanish major. Okay. As a Spanish major. Yeah. Should you do this podcast in Spanish? I no, 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 no. No pienso que. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, so impressed right now. I, 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 that was pretty awesome. If you want more listeners, I, I would. We can get. That. We can hit the. We I can just have you translate. Yeah. Should I just have you translate all of our podcasts from now on? I just don't feel qualified. I right could now. pay you for it. I actually can. That was a lie. That was a bold faced lie. <laughs> yeah, you spent all your money <laughs> on this. I did. I, I spent <laughs> yes, all the money. Um, okay. As a movie watcher, would you say you love movies? You kind of like movies. How would you rate yourself as a movie watcher? I I definitely love movies. I've always loved movies growing up. I love going to the movies. That's one of my favorite, you know, things to do. Mainly because it's really the only thing to do in Monroe. But I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> the best part of Monroe, I, according yeah, to me. Yeah. I mean, I have been spoiled though. When I went to Mexico, I got to go to those VIP movie theaters. Okay. But. Yeah, I definitely love movies. I'm not a big movie critic or any critic or anything. I just right. Well, we aren't either. The reason we are the good guy, good girls film cast. <laughs> Thank 
you. Is because we're not critics, and we're here just to talk about the best parts of the movie. Can we critique their eyebrows, though, please? Uh, we're going to get into the eyebrows. Okay. In the eyebrows. Because they were not the on fleek. The eyebrows. The eyebrows were not on fleek. They were not on fleek. They were we're not. They were. I don't even know what that means. It's okay. Okay. Um, all right. So my to my right, all the to your listeners, depending on where you're looking at, because you're not here, <laughs> could be to your left. We'll go with mic number three. Okay, mic number three. <laughs> uh, Amber, tell the world a little bit about yourself. Um, all right. I am 25 years old, going on strong for like three days now. I think. Um, oh yeah, you did just have a recent I birthday. I did just have a birthday. Now we celebrate. It was somewhat of a quarter life crisis <laughs> that I'm okay with, I guess. Um, but I um, work in a retail store, so I've grown to um, love fashion, love what's in, and that's probably why I'm like really picky on some eyebrows. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> thank goodness y'all can't see mine. Um, <laughs> but. Um, I don't really, or I never really cared about movies, I guess, but... Um, Until you met me. Right. Being friends <laughs> with um, Mike number one over here <laughs> for, for so long, um, I've grown to love it, and I didn't know there was more depth to movies. I thought it was just entertainment, but when you get to know producers, when you get to know actors and their personalities and um, things like that, it's really cool to go in and see um, the way a producer can surprise you or the way that you know what you're going to get. You know, yeah. um, and directors and through that. So that's what I feel like I've learned through um, just watching movies and hearing you guys talk for so long about them. So I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to like it. It's interesting. All right. Are you a, li- are you a listener of the podcast, Aaron? Yes, of course. <laughs> I feel like I was like the first like or something. No. That was the worst lie ever. Amber, <laughs> are you a listener of the podcast? I will be a listener of the podcast because I want to go back and listen to me on here. Exactly. This is... <laughs> Exactly. Okay. But that's all we need. All, I, all the reason we do this is because I want every new guest to come in here and be like, "I'm actually interested in what they're doing," right. and hopefully you'll tell friends. Yeah, I already have like well, three people lined up. I, that that is not a lot. Yeah, because one of the reasons why um, I wouldn't listen wouldn't it's like I was on strike or something. But um, it was a lot of boy movies, you know, and things that that's true. you know I Super wouldn't care movies. to listen to. So I think we're I think we're broadening her horizon here. I agree, and That's and we're in point. the summer season right now, which is kind of a weird time for a movie like this to come out because it's in the middle of blockbusters. But John Green's last movie, right? John right. Green, who's the writer of Paper Towns, right. who also wrote The, the Fault, Fault in Our, in our stars. stars, yeah, one, two, three, all together. <laughs> <laughs> that movie came out last summer as well, too, right. and um, apparently did really well. Do yeah. you think? Do you think? Just first question right off the bat. Do you think this movie is going to make as much money as The Fault in Our Stars did? I don't think so. I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Why? Um, the Fault in Our Stars evoked way more emotion to me. And that just, you know, everybody kind of knew what to expect about that movie to me. Like, I, I knew I was going to cry, but the guy I was dating at the time, I made a bet with him. Like, I won't cry through this movie. And it's the hardest thing I've ever done. I just, I don't know. I just think that. Okay. Um, well, I think um, a lot of it has to do with, uh, I guess, the kids and how they want to talk it up. You know, and if one kid sees it, they all want to see it, you know. Um, but I really haven't seen a whole lot on social media of teenagers going to see this yeah, or hearing yeah. about it. And so I've, maybe they connect with the emotions of the Fault in Our Stars, mm-hmm. um, you know, with Augustus and that whole shebang. But I definitely think that this one had a way better... Um, just overall concept mm-hmm. than the Fault in Our Stars. I think 
personally that the movies are are so different that you they can be compared because they're they're both a John Green movie. Mm-hmm. But I I thought this one was definitely more at the comedy and Fault in Our Stars was way more on the drama. Right, right, right. right. Well, mm. I think where my issue lies is the Fault in Our Stars to me wasn't ultimately realistic. You know, um, the love wasn't realistic or the storyline wasn't realistic. Well, obviously, cancer is very real. I mean, but yeah. it just um, it just wasn't something that you see every day, I guess. But within this movie, you know, it's about their you know senior year last things growing up becoming men you know and, yeah. and girls figuring out who they want to be that's more of what every teen can relate to rather than yeah. having cancer you know um i thought the complete opposite just because like to me a normal graduating senior is not going to be able to up and go all the way over 200 right. miles yeah. I agree. to search I, for this girl that yeah. he doesn't even, I mean, yeah, he grew up with, but then he's mm-hmm. in love with quotation marks. Where do they get this money from? And exactly. Like I just, I that was very unrealistic that, to me right? and just the, but the overall, yeah, you know, I did like the plot better right. and I liked, I just the think whole it's more line. relatable. Yeah. Than the father's Right. It's a, it's a coming of age story. Right. And, and we all, come of age at some point in life. So I, I agree with, I agree that it's more relatable in that sense. Yeah. I like that. Um, I, I, I think that you're right. This movie is a little bit more realistic in that, in that aspect. Also, the outcome is a little bit more realistic too. Mm-hmm. That I yeah. see, even if it ends terribly, like it's a terrible, Aaron's frustrated because she <laughs> wants to talk about the ending, but we can't because we haven't yeah. we haven't gotten to spoiler territory yet. So we're going to talk about the ending. We're going to talk about a few other things. Um, but before we get there, uh, what did you think of our main characters? Um, everybody's think- everybody's uh, <laughs> talking to the IMDb assistant. He's back in town tonight, and he's um, he's he's actually sitting right across from us. Okay, um, so if anyone's watched this movie, Ben, who plays one of the friends, <laughs> I don't think has ever brushed his hair or plucked his eyebrows. Or just knows. He can't be a senior in high school. He's he good hygiene. Way too, I ben, mean. ben being played by Austin Abrams. Right. Who um, is a relatively new guy. He's, he's only 18 years old. Which he looks a lot younger than that. Yeah, he does. He's been in some random things. Um, one of th- the last thing I saw him in, he was in an episode of the HBO show uh, Silicon Valley. Super funny. Um, and so Nat Wolf plays Quentin or Q as he goes Super by cute. in the movie. Um, he's your classic brown hair, kind of brownish greenish eyes. We were born in the same year. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Ninety-five. Um. I don't. Have you guys ever seen him in anything else other than this movie? No, I went just upcoming movies. I I see him in. I he see was him. in the Fault in Our Stars. He was. Yeah. Oh oh oh. Who is he? Who is he? Remind was he? Me. He was the blind guy. Was he the blind guy? I think so. Oh my gosh. No, but I, he wait, wasn't. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. IMDb assistant. What? <laughs> Answer yeah. this Mike question for us. Yeah. He was. He was Isaac. Oh my gosh. Let me see that. Let me see that. He was Isaac. Okay, I just didn't notice him because he has wow. the glasses on. He has the he blind man glasses. Blind. Um, we're not going to talk about the surprise cameo. Oh, yes. Until we get to spoiled territory. Oh, not I yet. I was like, not yet. I thought you meant like in the whole podcast. I was about to be really upset. No, no, no. We're definitely talking about it. Because that made my day. 
Uh, he, oh my gosh, yes. Right? Such okay. A good okay, other than that though, he hasn't he hasn't been in much. No. Um He's done a few other like looks like a little romantic stuff, like Stuck in Love, Palo Alto, which I don't even know what that's about. Um okay, so then we've got Kara Delavine. That's De such a rope. It's such a uh, yeah. Can't do that. You're gonna try. <laughs> it's because you don't speak Spanish. Exactly. <laughs> Matrils. Queso burrito. Is that like a college level course? How to roll your tongue? One on one. You can't get to Spanish too without it. <laughs> That's what I feel like. That's what it is. Uh, she visually is interesting, and her yes. voice. I can't I can't Arathy. decide if I like her voice or not. This is what I was going to talk about earlier, and every time I would start talking about the movie, he would tell me to shut up and wait for the film cast <laughs> or podcast. But I couldn't decide if she was just pretty or not. And I don't know. Maybe they just didn't like do Hollywood my, pretty. Yeah, and obviously in this picture right here, like she's stunningly beautiful. In the movie, though. Um, uh, her voice was so weird because she's not from the U.S. She's from the U.K., yeah, that would she's be why. Okay. yeah. Okay, I, we'll give her that one then. And I feel like when British people try to speak in American accents, like they do that raspiness on purpose, like Brick, Walking Dead, uh, or um, Daniel Radcliffe in the movie Horns. His his American accent and some of the other ones he's done is, is very raspy? raspy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that might be a maybe. Technique. Um, but she's twenty two. I think she might be the oldest out of the bunch. They, um, they all looked young. They were all pretty young. Which twenty two? I mean, that's close to high school age. It's not. That's not high school age, but it's yeah. closer than what some people have played before. Right. Uh, but she is upcoming in the Suicide Squad, which mm -hmm. is a huge movie that we're going to review when it comes out, leading up to a lot of anticipation coming for that. It's another guy movie. She's also going to be in uh, Pan with um, the guy who plays Wolverine, Hugh Jack Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. I don't really know. All you. Oh, you know Hugh Jackman. You know him. You Houston Australia like Wolverine. I never. Oh. Did Houston looks like him. <laughs> We're gonna move on from there. We're totally gonna move on from there. Uh, and then we've got Justice Smith who plays Radar. I um, loved. I loved his character. He reminded me of like a Nickelodeon kid from. <laughs> I was thinking the Cosby Show. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean. Um, but this is his. I, it looks like his first big release. Which, go Justice Smith. Yeah. Um, which I don't think it was him personally. I just didn't care for his character. Um, you didn't care for it. You said? Yeah, the character. Not oh, not necessarily the actor, but. Um, but if you know my personality at all, I'm definitely not one for the the nerd. You know, the always do right, right. Yeah. Like he I'm, was that. I'm like the free real spirit. nerd, nerd. Yeah, like we have to be back because, and I'm just like, <laughs> uh, okay. It would be so funner if we if missed. If you were prom. attracted to Ben, y'all would have been perfect. <laughs> the <laughs> eyebrows just wouldn't oh, let you in. I don't know if it was the eyebrows or the hair. I mean, yeah. um, I know guys go through awkward stages where they don't quite know, you know, yeah. the cut. But oh, I was supposed to shave. He just looks like he never attempted to, to try anything. It was awful. Uh, unibrows are only allowed in sports. I'm gonna as a guy, they're only allowed in sports. Why are they allowed in sports? When, 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 um, they, when did oh, that happen? Oh, I don't know sports, but there's a there's a specific <laughs> there's a specific basketball player that if you're a sports fan and you listen to this podcast, go to the, my Facebook page or the podcast Facebook page and tell me who the name of this guy is, and you just know him because he's just he <laughs> trademarked his unibrow. Oh. 
goodness. True story. Uh, okay, so the last one that I want, the last actress I want to talk about that really makes an important contribution to this movie is Houston Sage. Love, yeah. love, love, love. She did that perfectly. She kind of reminds me of um, a very young, like, Rachel McAdams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little good bit. One, yeah. yeah, yeah. Even more beautiful. Like she um, was so yeah. She was in Neighbors. She's in obviously Paper That's Towns. That's what she was in Neighbors. I was yep. trying to think of. Ashamed I watched the movie. She's in uh, Grown Ups Two, and she's upcoming okay. in Goosebumps. And oh, I um, she's wow, been in some so she's other got random. a career ahead of her. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's definitely. She did a good job. I yeah. thought. Well, yeah. I loved her, and I loved um, her character, um, the story behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, with girls, right? I think we all kind of um, go with that struggle in life of always being looked at as an object or pretty or beautiful, mm-hmm. and and not really as the person we are. Because I didn't see her like, oh, she just seems like a dumb blonde, but yeah, no, she was yeah. very intelligent. Yeah. All all the characters kind of play archetypes in this movie, which apparently like, I would assume they do in the book. I haven't read Paper Towns. Have any of you? Have y'all read Paper Towns? I've not. I meant to before I watched the movie. Is that a serious question? But that never happened. Amber doesn't know how to read, so. <laughs> hey. Mike number three over there. Wait. That's why she's I number three. Oh, she knows numbers. Okay, wait a minute. We're hard time when did this with. coming to Amber Rose. Let's move on. Uh, so, the. I'm trying to think. I read Fault in Our Stars almost immediately after the movie okay. because I wanted to know if there was more to their story. Than what was in the movie? Was there? Yeah. No, there wasn't. So the movie right was on. like one of the most faithful adaptions of a book to a movie that I've ever watched ever. Wow. Um, I feel like this one's going to be the same, but I think that there. I, I haven't heard any different from. I haven't. I wish there was a person here who's read the book so they could talk about it, but there's not. So I thought about reading the book today, and then I thought a book in one day. <laughs> you know, I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been really impressed. Sometimes really, really I like to set guys. really high goals in life. You know, I have work. that are unattainable. You know, I have a job. Um, Can't read. I I feel like this movie's not getting enough attention. I mean, I'm not really seeing a whole lot on it, and I'm kind of upset because it's a really good movie. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. I, I think Ansel Elgort and um, the other girl's name. Oh my gosh, what's her name? From the Fault in Our Stars. And I'm, she's huge. I'm DB assistant. Come on, guys. He's apparently in the bathroom right now. Oh, man. He's got the worst bladder in the world. Uh, the Fault in Our Stars. Shailene Woodley. Good yes. night. I was like, she won the ah. Trailblazer Award this year. She did. Um, and she's also in some other big franchi- franchises like Divergent. Is she in The Notebook? No. no, it just says more like this. I okay, was like, sorry. was she even born? I was like about to trip out. Um, Side note, Houston's never seen The Notebook. I've never seen The Notebook, ever. I feel like you shouldn't even have what? a podcast if you've never seen oh, The Notebook. Oh, okay. There's something we forgot to talk about. We're not going to talk about, because there's two of you and we want to keep this podcast short, er. <laughs> uh we're not going to give you guys a chance to do your five movies, foundational oh movies. Also, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't prep you guys for that, so it's okay, you That's girls. Good, I didn't prep you girls for that. I don't sure you know. Told me too. I know. Well, I told you he to, didn't even to tell think me of. I forgot to tell Amber. <laughs> I like to put her on the spot. Just, uh, sorry, number three. Yeah, I'm like over so here rattling sorry, my brain. <laughs> sorry, number three. It's because um, I can't read. <laughs> the what were I told you guys to look up two of your. Or told Aaron, I told Aaron to look up two of her favorite rom coms. But then I watched this movie and realized this movie wasn't rom com, which 
we'll talk about it a little bit further down the road. But Aaron, what were the two movies that you chose to talk about? First one that immediately came to my mind was Sweet Home Alabama. Ooh. Ooh good one. Okay. Like, watch that every the night. The first time I cut my hair short, Reese it was it was because yes. of her. My lady. And then The Proposal. Oh, that's another good one. Okay, so why um, why Sweet Home Alabama? I don't know. I watched that. That movie came out a long time ago. I was mm-hmm. pretty darn young. And I saw it in the theaters, actually. I mean, you're quite a bit older. I sat on the front row because that theater was packed in Bastrop, which is a very strong feat to do. The question <laughs> is, who did you go see it with? Um, my parents and my oh. stepbrother and like <laughs> a group of juicy. weird kids. Yeah, That's it was strange. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I just... I love Reese Witherspoon. A lot of have to do with the actors. I love Reese Witherspoon, and I love Sandra Bullock. And well, what I loved about Sweet Home Alabama, I think, is uh, obviously we can all relate to that situation yeah, of yeah. Um, always wanting to be maybe something that we dream of or that we're not, but we always go back to our home roots. You know, that's right. who we are. Um, I mean, that's what I kind of picked up on that movie. But go to New York, you know, want to do the big shot, and then when you go home, you realize this is me and this is who I am. You had a way good yeah. looking, yeah. better looking band there. Yeah. <laughs> your first um, love is your love, I guess. Okay, Amber, if you had to think of two romantic or romantic comedy movies, what would you choose? Uh, see, I'm not, really not good at this, but um, ultimately, and I know this sounds really cliche, but I do love The Notebook. Um, and I don't love it because it's, you know, whatever, the generational movie, but um, they're just two stubborn people, and if you know me, I'm really stubborn, so like, I totally, I totally get her, mm-hmm. um, and so they kind of fight their way through life, and then, you know, what happens in the end, but we can't talk about it, because someone's <laughs> never seen really. it, um, but... You're right. I'm waiting for that. Okay. It's okay. As, as cliche it. and sappy <laughs> as it sounds, I just, I've, I've always, like, thought there's going to be one person I'm going to watch The Notebook with. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't no know why. One. I don't know why. It's just something that and who's just, the person? You know. like, and then I feel like it's gonna be really like your wife. Down. Maybe you're, you're gonna oh, be able sure. to ask her to marry you after you watch it's, it. That's the plan. No, I'm just kidding. That's not the plan. <laughs> That'd be a really awkward plan. I know, and I want terrible. you to watch it, but I'm not gonna push those buttons with you. Um, I just I've never been in a good situation to watch it, and I feel like that's one movie that I should never watch by myself. I watch it with my parents or with other guys. I so. watched it by myself. Um, I'd watch it by yourself. It's it's pretty sad. Is it sad? Maybe, yeah, maybe it's very sad. Maybe I'm not even. Do you know what happens? I I know the gist of the movie. Do you know like what happens in the end? But we're not gonna talk about the Notebook anymore. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So what? So you said the Notebook, and what was the other one? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Okay. Um, I feel like. See, you're, you're putting me on the spot here, so I haven't had time to think about it. Okay. Um. So. I don't know. I really don't know another one. And let, we'll okay. come back to it. Let's okay, come back okay, to come it. Because we, you'll, you'll probably, you'll, you'll, well, we've, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not. It depends on how. It de- no, like it an hour total. Yeah, hour yeah. Total. okay. Um, all right, so the two movies that I thought of as far as romance-wise, one of my favorites is, is really, it's a romance movie, but it's not. And that's 500 Days of Summer. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, it is good. Super recommend. I watched it right after a breakup. It was good. Zoe Deschanel, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's the perfect like roller coaster of emotions, 
and then it ends completely different than you would expect, but in a good way, in a oh, very good way. Very good. Well, that's what I feel like happened with Paper Towns. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. Like it, I would put those two endings yeah. kind of together. Um, and then, I see my second one since I'm. You're right. I'm not as pre- I wasn't as prepared as Amber either. I have mo- movies like What Happens in Vegas or um, The Proposal or um, okay, what's the one with Ashton Kutcher and Brittany Murphy and oh, they go just married, just married. Ah, oh, that one is so funny. <laughs> Moment of silence for Brittany Murphy. Oh yeah. Oh. Okay, we're done. Okay, we're done. <laughs> um, it's like not even a real name. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, some of those movies to me are just all interchangeable. Oh, oh she's raising it. her hand. I got it. Okay. Oh, okay. I feel like it's such a loser because I feel like all of my movies aren't, like, really good movies or whatever, but I want to remember. Oh, that is, oh I totally forgot. That movie. So okay. I don't yes. cry in a lot of movies. That was I cry every single time I watch that movie. Yeah. But uh, I guess I have to say what happens in Vegas because that's the one, like, besides 500 Days of Summer, the one romantic movie that's, like, in my collection. Where, like, she drop kicks them and is like, you know why. It's like Cameron Diaz? You know why. <laughs> yeah, it's Cameron Diaz yeah. and Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher is, like, one. the best um, yeah. rom-com kind of person for me. Definitely. That, yeah. That's just, like, his character. I feel like he kind of was like Cameron that in Diaz. every single movie. Yeah. Oh, rom-com. and Cameron Diaz kind of reminds me of Like, there's something about people. Mary. Uh, yeah, that's another good one. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched that. Is that, that. hair gel? <laughs> Julie Roberts is another good one. Uh, yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I was never, I think Julie Roberts gets in the territory for guys of way too girly movies. Like your ultimate love maybe like uh, yeah. Pretty Woman. Oh, um, shout out okay. to Jake PV House because. Um, does Jake listen? You've, no, well, he's going to because I'm telling to you because he's <laughs> okay. yeah, actually mentioned the PV houses in about every podcast I do. And they don't but, even know, do they? Uh, Lee PV House is an avid listener. She's going to freak <gasps> out. Oh, my God. She is such a Oh, sweetheart. speaking of moms, my mom told me to give her a shout out when I told her I was doing this. So, hi, mom. Maybe she'll listen and that'll make it like 45 views. Yes. That'd be, that's all we want is 45. Uh, so, anyway, <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle is one of his favorites. And then um, you've got Mail. And I love You've Got Mail. It's cute. Tom Hanks. It's been a while since I've seen it. But Tom Hanks is my you. my dude. Like one of the guys in Hollywood that I want to meet more than anything. Really? Yes. One of the, he's on my he's my like top five list. Okay. Um, I just think of Castaway. That's all I can think of the volleyball. Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, so we're we're digressing way too much. Okay, so we those are. are our movies. Let's get back to this. Um, I can't. I want. I want to ask the question of like, who do? Who would you have rather seen casted in this movie? But I don't think you can say that because having unknowns in this movie was the best way to do I this think movie. So too. There was no expectations on it. But I will say, um, I think this is the first time I'm starting to realize that we are growing up because these are new actors that are coming into play because the actors oh, yeah. that we were introduced oh, yeah. to are growing up oh, with dang. us as well. So, like I said, that this girl mm. reminded me of Emma Stone. Emma Stone, she's too old to play a role like that now. Right. Right. And so it's really weird to see all these young people start right. to make these careers that weren't around at all in our age. Or gap. like even um, Miles Teller. Yeah. Yeah. Like he would have been the part of Ben, but even now he's like moving out of the role. Of the, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, at least of a high school Miles, high schooler. They, they could probably do this as a college story and they yeah. would have been fine. But I yeah. think they, I think that they did a, a, a good job with the casting. Um, okay. So I feel like, Let's go ahead and give it a rating. All right. So before we get into spoilers, we usually give it a rating. Okay. Um, you can make up whatever rating you want to. 
Um, you can compare it what, however you want to. I'm going to give this movie a solid 3.9 out of 5. Okay, I was going to give a 7 out of 10, so I guess I can okay. say the same thing. Oh, I was going to give it a 4 out of 5. Um, I hey. was literally yeah, even she thinking really, like I mean, 4.5. Like, I was like, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I was even thinking 4.5. Like it, and maybe it's because I had no expectations. Maybe it's because yeah. there wasn't um, a whole lot of... Um, stuff on social media it wasn't advertised as much right. and so when you went in there you didn't have any expectations but just the overall message that it portrayed like absolutely loved it yeah the biggest draw as as a non-reader of the book was that it was another John Green film and The Fault in Our Stars just really knocked it out of the park oh you know what 500 Days of Summer and The Fault in Our Stars those are your two those are my two really yeah I thought we went and saw the Fault in Our Stars. I we thought did. you weren't impressed with it. I was trying not to be impressed with it. I really wanted <laughs> was that like because you wanted to be manly or something. Well, and I really <laughs> wanted to hate it because it was like just every piece of estrogen was in that movie <laughs> in yeah. in Monroe that night. I know there was like ugly you, crying going on. Well, you handed me tissues and you were like, here. But I, I will no, say, I just got done with the breakup so I was like anti-love and the whole time I'm like, yeah. I had to hold my eyes like Chinese style to make the tears not come out. And that was the hardest thing ever. But like I said, I went home Never and immediately read the book. So, I mean, that was it was that good, I thought. Um, cool. Yeah, because yeah, you said yeah. you wanted to rewatch it the other day. Right? Should we not? I didn't know that. I'm oh, sorry. It's okay. Um, After you did your manly CrossFit workout. Ugh. Yeah. That would, anyway, we're not going to talk about that. Um, CrossFit North Monroe, if anybody's looking for a CrossFit gym in Monroe, Louisiana. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. So we've given our rating. Time to break down in the spoilers. So if you haven't seen Paper Towns and you plan on seeing it soon, this stop listening stop right listening. now. Right. Okay. Right now. Good. Now you we can did, freely talk. Pause and then come back to it. And that'll give us like double the plays, right? <laughs> so we actually have like 22 <laughs> listeners, but it's whatever. It's really like 40. <laughs> uh, Is there yeah. anybody out there? Okay, so let's get into it. Okay. Just drop the bomb. First thing you want to say that comes to your mind right now. They don't fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> I looked over, he said in the middle of the movie, and I said, I'm going to be so disappointed if it does not end up working out for them. But I will say um, it didn't end up working out with them. Obviously, but just like 500 Days of Summer, you're okay with it, right? Um, in the end, which it's something that I actually you aren't okay with. I'm it. not as okay. okay. I'm, I'm not, not as okay. okay. With it. <laughs> I'm okay. It's okay with to it. be it's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to not be okay. In this instance, I wanted to punch her in the face so bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I was okay. I, with it. Now I will say, I feel like with the "It's okay to not be okay." Tell me, we miss you tonight. Just give him a shout out. Oh yeah, our our my co-host. I, I hope we're uh, filling your shoes well. Over here, yeah. Like I, I wanted to punch her in the face too, just because like I realized how much of a not good friend she was. Like, okay, if she that the Lacey, if she was her best friend, she would have gone to her first and been like, "Hey, did you know right, about right. whatever the dude? What, what was the dude? You know, cheating on her or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, did you know about this and not tell me before she trashed whatever she did? Yeah. And then you know how like selfish it kind of was of Quentin, to, you know. Drag his friends along and yeah. I don't think so. Quentin only gets into a selfish part right there at the end, and and he's he's on a mission. He's on a goal. Yes, right. But Margot 
definitely was. It's all about Margot. The right. most selfish person. I think her mom pretty much. Oh yeah. Up well, yeah. When you run away five times. Yeah, like when someone stops talking about you, it's time to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what I loved about Quentin, and I think this totally sums up the whole friendship of those three boys, was obviously like he's like drooling over um, the girl. What's her name again? Lacey. Lacey. Long hair. Yeah. yeah. And so he does the whole steering wheel thing and Quentin gives him all props for it, you know, like, yeah, I yeah. thought that was really good. Like that's the friendship, you know, like they're encouraging each other. Like they're not going to pull each other's man card. Like I see that you like this girl, you know? And so that's what I loved about their whole friendship was, right. it was all encouragement right there. That scene summed it up for me. It's good. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I thought Quentin was this character who, would have been fine either way, whether he went on the journey or not, because he was he was an average high schooler, and the average not and they weren't even they weren't even that nerdy. They acted like they were nerdy, but it wasn't like they were hardcore band members. Like they didn't play that in the storyline. Uh, can we talk about? And I can't. I told myself to remember this, but he said something like, "I totally banged her," and then put a flute to his or a clarinet to his mouth. <laughs> He did. He did. <laughs> like, it was so funny. Like, out of all the instruments, he's going to sit there and play, like... A clarinet. Is, was it the clarinet? Yeah, I don't even know clarinet. what it's called. Okay, a clarinet. Uh, can we... Can, okay, on the same kind of hilarious note, the Black Santas. <laughs> oh, gosh. World, they're trying to break the world right. record <laughs> of the most collected Black Santa And how cute was it that he gave them the Black Santas at the end of the movie? Yeah, that, that was, was perfect. That was the most unexpected part of this movie, and I think that's why I enjoyed it as much as I did, because there's a lot of yeah, unexpected. Like, yeah, the pee cups. Oh, when he, oh you yeah. know, that like, was gross, but that was so funny. And most of the time you can anticipate, oh, something's about to funny, and it just, it happened, and I lost it. It's been a long time since I just laughed that hard. Well, Ben was a great character. He, he made he me was. laugh a lot. He reminded me of Miles Teller in um, what's that dancing movie? Footloose. Yes, like he kind of with the same. You know. I haven't seen that version of the Footloose. Oh, very what? good, very good. I was First thinking, oh I was thinking of the Zac Efron comedy that he was in, um, where they were trying, they were trying to all be broken up, and then they all end up together with somebody. It came out remember. last year. Um, let me look at it. I'll look it up. Um, yeah, I'm going to need you to watch Footloose because it was actually pretty good. But I feel like Miles and Ben were the same person pretty much um, in those movies. I guess I did have one expectation. Like I thought I didn't know. I didn't read a synopsis of the movie or anything. I just saw the commercial. But, you know, I really did think it was about Quentin getting out and finding like, like girl. Getting, actually just breaking out of his shell instead of just going to school every day, making sure he doesn't miss and, you know, finding that. Well, see, I thought the him. movie was all about finding her. I did too. Um, the movie I was thinking of was That Awkward Moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've seen that. Oh, I it's really funny. I one vision in my head. I, wait, I, I think, think I have. Movie. Is it a bad movie? Yeah, it's like uh, neighbors. Like, one to be shameful about. You need to go read your Bible afterward. I think. Yeah. I Not think as I bad as Trainwreck, but. I didn't watch that. Well, good. You should never. <laughs> never. No comment. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I'll watch that awkward moment, but I'm going to need you to watch Fitless. Okay. Um, Deal. Anyways, wait, I was going to say something, but I totally forgot what I was going to say. Uh, the... ADD moment. Part where they go on the adventure and she's messing with all of her ex-boyfriends. Do you think that was a good 
do you think it was right for her to bring Quentin along, or do you think that was a total, like... I thought it was awkward that she brought him along, but she explains it in the end. You know, that she he was her first adventure, and she wanted it to be her last. All about Margot, so I can I see why she it. did that. Do you think she, <laughs> she knew that he loved her? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Every girl knows... So yeah, it's so like she is the she's an evil she's the character. Worst. She is the yeah. literal worst. <laughs> she is. I feel like a lot of girls had that intuition when you just know. Yeah, and I mean your boundaries with someone because there's feelings there, and, and she's doing that. And like like the one guy that they took the eyebrow off, which is hilarious. <laughs> she's now, like, he's like, oh, okay, keep going, yeah. keep going. <laughs> she's like. Okay. We don't have a talking You know, remember what here. he did uh, in sixth grade or whatever? It's like he told us not to dance. None of the, He told all the girls not to dance with you, and you know we did. So, you know, that kind of like pumps him up to me. Yeah. So it's kind of like she took him for, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. She's just not right. I, um, I will say in the <laughs> previews, I thought that the, like, pranks and things were worse than what they were. Um, yeah, the, the movie did play up the pranks a lot worse. Yeah, and so it somewhat as innocent high school pranks. You know, I remember saran wrapping somebody's car. I um, got saran wrapped at least three times. <laughs> wasn't me. I didn't know you then. Um, uh, no, you saran wrapped my car one time. Did I? I think I did. I, I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, Bitterness is starting to come out now. No, um, so, and I mean, like the fish, I've done sardines and on top of somebody's car to where they'll go in the air conditioner. Like, I've done it all. Oh, it's it's innocent high school pranks. That's innocent. <laughs> I think um, that's pretty evil. <laughs> oh, well. I would never spray paint my now initial on right. a wall. Yeah. Right. A I, I would never let someone know it was me. The guy deserved it though. Did, yeah. He, he okay. was the Rhode Island. <laughs> I was about to bring that up. I'm just going to leave that. That's um, all you need to yeah, know. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, it was funny. But it's really funny that that's how much power something like that can happen because here he goes trying to beat Quentin up and Quentin's like, I have dirt on you. And that's the end of that. Yeah. Um, I think, um, but I think this is where I was confused also in the movie, um, which I get confused a lot in life, so y'all can set me straight. Um, at the end of the movie, she was like, I don't even know myself. Understandable. Most people don't. Um, but I think I wish they, they would have closed out her character a little bit more because she was so selfish, you know? Mm. And so I know it was more about Quentin, but it's like... She should have walked off and got hit by a bus. <laughs> No, but maybe show her in the future be less selfish or <laughs> that she found herself. You know, like they didn't really close her character out very well. They yeah. left it a mystery. All right. And so I think that was the frustrating part. Well, and, and the movie was more about Ben than it was Margot at all. Like I went into the movie. About Quentin. Quentin. Oh, sorry. That's what yeah, I meant. Quentin. Yeah. yeah. I went into the movie thinking it was going to be about Margot. I knew Ben See, was going to go on the journey. So I guess I'm proud of myself because... Kind of had the right idea. Mm-hmm. See, I and see, I was thinking it was going to be. I more think about I only Margo. saw one trailer for this movie, though. Yeah, I saw it. Exactly, they didn't promote yeah. it enough. Um, but and maybe I'm a little bit biased towards it is because I see a lot of myself in Margot, and so it's like you you just want to hope you know that she yeah. comes out and in the end and is less selfish or finds herself and whatnot, and they just didn't close it out. So I was bummed out. Um, there's a certain moment in the movie where. One of the character characters comes of age. In a general aspect of just that, was it was it necessary for the movie? What do you? How did you guys think of the purpose of that in the film? Well, 
I don't promote it by any means, so I don't want to say that it was necessarily necessary. <laughs> um, we need to be more clear because you just. Um, two about. of the high school characters have sex. Let's, oh, well, there you go. Okay, yeah, there it is. Bam. Um, I think that it's obviously a very big part of our generation or the generation in high school right now. Um, so I definitely think it was necessary for the movie. I just, you know, I feel like as some of our beliefs, it just sucks that. Yeah. It's, well, you're torn, that, that's all you know, you know the Hollywood's kind of coming about you know I mean, yeah, right? yeah for some reason sex in movies is is the pinnacle of coming of age and why couldn't it be just like I finally kissed a girl you know like what but I mean I totally get why it's in there um and they really didn't even make it a big deal about yeah, it yeah it's still, it really, yeah it was very minor but also right, at the same time which I think I mean the two characters in the fault in our stars have sex too. And theirs was a little bit more, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but they were graphic. dying, right? Like theirs was like, okay, <laughs> no, would see, I do this? And then it's like, <gasps> I just, I don't want to am I questioning myself. <laughs> well, and that's where I get frustrated with America because why are they okay, like having sex because they're dying? And oh uh, no, I totally know, I agree but, with you in that in that um, yeah, aspect. It's uh, it, that's always a touchy subject for me, and that's for opinionated people, I guess. But um, I mean, I think that to have it in the movie, they handled it well. Um, nothing was shown, and it really. After you know that it wasn't talked about, but uh, I think yeah, I mean, I, I think it was fine. Yeah, it made no big deal. It, if if it doesn't make you feel uncomfortable, you're good. And this one didn't make me feel uncomfortable. Right, they didn't show it. They didn't. Right, right. Go into too much detail. It was just you know I think what it was, was happening. A, it was a necessary point to hit in a coming of age movie. <laughs> you know, like I think that's debatable. I think it just depends it, on how you how you how, how you, you view, view coming of age. No, yeah, I completely understand yeah. that too, but no, I see I thought, where they're coming from. But our whole coming of age type movie, because yeah, standard Hollywood, yeah. standard Hollywood, yeah, and they they hit every aspect. You know, they yeah. hit because in high school, the travel, the journey, the right. parties, uh, yeah, the party. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even the girls, like, and I will say, like, if you don't want to, and this is for girls out there too, and this is why I'm so like anti bikini, blah blah blah, whatever. Which I'm really not, but it's frustrating because when girls say like, I want to be looked at more. Did you mm-hmm. see her shorts? Because they were That's stupid That's all short. I looked at. Like, cover yourself <laughs> and you'll be no seen. No <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to. I just don't want to be seen as beautiful. Okay, I get it, but maybe put some clothes on. You know, like, there are ways that I, I you I don't want to be seen as beautiful. Stop wearing makeup. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so things she's like... She's still beautiful. Things like that are frustrating. And don't get me wrong, her personality ended up coming through and she... You know, like Ben said in the movie, but, but she fell in love with the one guy that uh, that was like the unibrow. She fell uh, in love. With no, 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 no. Just the whole fact, like you're you're so hot. Like I would I would bang his mom. Like you fell in love with that one guy, the one guy that objectifies you the entire time you're in high school. Yeah, he's a softy at heart, but like you fell still. He's still that guy. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, um, it's awkward. It was, yeah, it was a little strange that because um, I thought it was awkward too, and I don't know if. She started falling into love whenever he was like, I will, because he admits to seeing her like that, but then he also admits, like, I now know your personality and you're awesome. Yeah. And it's just so deep. You could see it it's in so her awesome. face whenever, before the road trip started, you could see it in her face when they were talking about how Quentin was in love with Margo. And you could mm-hmm. see it in her face that she ultimately wanted that for her. Yeah, you know? yeah I and agree. So, yeah. Um, I think she was finding that in him. And I think that's where that whole story comes from. Okay, well, is there anything else that needs to be talked about? Uh, hello, the guest appearance. Oh, <gasps> good point. <gasps> oh my okay. gosh. 
There's one scene it in the movie so where awesome. everybody in the theater just was like, <gasps> and then they started busting out laughing. And when Ansel Elgort plays the cashier, and he's like, do you like dragons? <laughs> but it's so funny because it's like the quickest part of the movie. Yeah. And they're but running the, the around. Way the way the, the, the camera, though, hits him, it's like, it's bam. Like, oh, I hate it's that guy like, so was, much. <laughs> Wait, what what director is it that always does the cameos? Is it like Adam Sandler or something that always does like a weird cameo? Or they they what yeah, director is it? A, that? Lot of, a lot of directors do that, a lot of mm-hmm. them. Oh, okay, but they mm-hmm. make the cameo themselves, and you just yeah. don't know. But this one was really awesome because everything was going so quickly, and it's like boom, dragon. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, you know what? That's a good question that we didn't talk about. Was the director of this movie? John. Did John Green actually direct this movie? Mm-mm. No, there are a lot of different ones. I got it right here. Uh. It is. By the way, you're listening to the soulful sounds of the soundtrack to Paper Towns, which I thought was a choice of alternative music for this. It's Jake. By the way, Schreer? if y'all are interested, oh, that's right, that's right. I have a behind-the-scenes dance video of this, um, of us dancing to the soundtrack. Yeah. I'm gonna get that. Um, okay, so I think it's time to wrap up. I think I think we've we've beat we've destroyed the paper towns oh god dang why didn't we talk about <laughs> the concept of paper towns and to begin with <laughs> the, the whole general the whole general okay, idea so of the movie i'm not sure if i'm okay with it i get it but i'm not okay with, you know like i didn't did you know about paper town like no, i didn't know I had, about that I, I that's just something they can find out. i had no idea i think yeah. a better name for the movie would have made it a bigger movie because no one understands paper towns uh no i think i mean it, it plays I off the it was book kind of cheesy actually it's like it's a paper town, like with paper people. What was the quote on the wall? You would go to the paper town, <laughs> and you would never come back. I just, I just like hearing you say it. <laughs> and you'll uh, never. Can you say that in Spanish? <laughs> the troll hole. The troll hole. That was like, funny what? though. It was very oh, wait. Funny. What about that random dream that he had? That was totally. Oh, random. I thought that was really cool, actually. It was random though. Like that now, I just don't see random. where it's like. Well, dreams in. and movies are always random. Are they? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. They, they did kiss, though. We'll give them that. They kissed at uh, the end. Okay. Good point. But also, I feel like, what is, are we, like, running out of time? Anyways, yeah. I'll, I'll make this quick. She, he wants her to go back home with him, and she says, well, you can just stay here. So, ultimately, I feel like his whole life, he didn't really love her. He fantasized her. Because when he got the true. option, very true. he still went with his journey. Yeah. But he, but, so, he, but he knew that she had no future. She literally right. had no future. And that's why I'm okay with the end. And that's why I said that. And that, like yeah. y'all said, y'all weren't. But I'm okay with that because you, you finally realize there's a fantasy and then there's real life. You know, and there's yeah. two journeys that they were on. And, you know, and people can fight you on this or whatnot. Love is love. But everyone has a point where they want to hit in life. Mm-hmm. And if you get stuck in the wrong relationship, you just might not get there. And so that's why I'm okay that's with the way that good. it ended. Love can happen on the way, but you shouldn't go out of the way of your right. you life re- to make love happen. Exactly. And so, Sometimes, I guess. I don't know. That sounded like bad advice. But well, if you understand what I mean. I don't think you should you redirect understand. your life because of someone. I feel like if you're moving in a direction. At the debatable, same time. Debatable. debatable. I think everything about love is debatable. So we're, we're just going to okay. just. Well, I feel like this is a great way to end it because yeah. um, ultimately I felt like he was fantasizing the whole time. And then when he got hit with the reality of do I really love her enough to stay, he chose his his way. And yeah. so he grew up because of that. Very good. Okay. Babe, um, and you guys have grown up today because this is your first time on a podcast. <laughs> How did we do? Checkbox. I thought Check you did pretty good. Freaking um, box. If you're listening still. Don't critique us on in public. 
not on here. We'll wait until it's off. <laughs> uh, if you're if you're listening, um, please go to Facebook and leave us a comment on our the Good Guys Filmcast Facebook page. Let us know how Aaron and Amber did. And if you'd like to get them back, if you if mic number two was better or mic number three was better, <laughs> if, three, you have, if you have, no, I'm three. <laughs> I know you, you were so good. If you have points on how to make Amber a better reader, we would love to hear. <laughs> oh about my that too. goodness! <laughs> and yeah, okay, Aaron. If they were going to find you on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, how would they find you? They would find me on Facebook at Aaron Elizabeth Ward. With the S as the Elizabeth, I know it's really oh, weird. Oh, no, that's special. It's, it's special. It's special. That's very special. I didn't know okay. that. That is kind of cool. Yeah. Never knew that. McGram. Uh, okay. Are you on Instagram or anything else? I am on Instagram, and I think I am Aaron Sparron. But you can just type in Aaron Ward. Okay. <laughs> that works. Amber, if they were going to find you on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, how would they find you? Um, I have a Twitter. I don't ever use it. Kind of forget that it's around. But, um, so you shouldn't say that one. Yeah, go. You can go follow me and read some of my tweets from a couple years ago. They're really embarrassing. Uh, it's Amber Madison ninety nine, and actually, I think that's my Instagram too because they're like linked. Yeah, I think it is. yeah. and um, uh, obviously Facebook my Facebook. Too. Yeah, yeah. Because so. who's not on Facebook? Yeah, Margot is not on Facebook. Margot, because she's a mystery. She's a exactly. <laughs> uh, and I'm Houston Bass, and you can find me on Instagram at Houston Bass on Twitter at Houston Bass. On Beam, if you're on Beam, and if you know what that is, points to you. You get 1,000 podcast points. I have a If you know what Beam is, it's okay. Oh, you've heard of it? I've heard of it. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. I heard you talk about Beam. I did talk about Beam. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably where I've heard of it. You can find me there, and then also on Facebook, and you can contact me directly through our Facebook page. So Yeah, and I'll be signing autographs after uh, this, so that's good. Don't forget to go to iTunes and subscribe or leave us a review. Um, we want feedback. We want to know what you want. If you have a um, movie request or we need to watch, talk more about romance movies, whatever, let us know. 22 listeners that we have, let we us know. We can wrap a podcast. Let us know. Amber is going to wrap our next <laughs> podcast. We're going to drop a fat beat. Okay, guys, let's wrap it up. Uh, thank you for listening and go see Paper Towns. It's been fun. Go see Paper Towns. Yo, go see paper. No, I'm cutting it right there. That's it.